You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. I want you to make your course as short as it possibly can be. Welcome to episode 12 of Course Creation Bites. I'm Sam and we're talking about making your course teeny tiny. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about making sure that your course is only one lesson or one week or any of those sorts of things. Size is actually irrelevant here. I don't care if your course is six months or 12 months or eight weeks, but I do want you to produce as little content as possible across that period. Now, I know this sounds really strange. We're so often taught to add value by giving more, right? We create more freebies. We create more social content. We create more blog posts. We create more freaking podcasts. We create more content all of the time and we think that we're offering more value. But the truth is that your audience doesn't always want more content. Content is readily available on the internet, right? There's plenty of stuff around to help them. They don't necessarily want content. What they want is the solution to their problem. And the solution to their problem doesn't necessarily mean adding more. It means giving the very specific pieces they need to help them reach that solution. They don't want to go away and watch 100 videos or take nine modules or do a bunch of stuff if you can deliver the outcome in less than that. They don't want to watch 100 videos if you can deliver the outcome in three. I'm going to let that sink in for a minute because it goes against everything we're so often taught in the world of marketing. It goes against everything we're taught about offering value and giving back to our audience, but they don't want a hundred videos, right? They just want the outcome. They want the solution. If your audience is anything like me, then they're busy. They've got stuff to do, right? I've got kids to look after, four of them. Seriously, who has four kids? I've got a business to run. I've got a house to attempt to keep clean. It's not really clean, but I'm trying. I've got stuff to do. I don't want to watch a hundred videos in my day as well. If I can watch one or two or three, and they can give me the solution that I need. So it's the same with your client. Your student is paying for an outcome. They're paying for a solution because they want to learn that outcome, but they want to do that in the most efficient way possible. So when you're building your course content, I want you to build the least content possible, the smallest amount of stuff you can, while still delivering an incredible outcome. Now, I'm not saying go and cut videos out of your course just for the sake of cutting back. You need to make sure that you're delivering the thing that you promised. We've spoken about this a couple of times already. For every course you create, I want to make sure that you are super clear on the outcome that you're giving them so that you start creating your course with a crystal clear outcome in mind. When you're building your content, you need to make sure that every single thing you build, every piece of content you develop is leading them towards that crystal clear outcome that is actually helpful. It's serving a purpose. If it's just cool bonus material, don't include it, right? 
If it's nice because you enjoy watching it or you think it might be helpful along their way but not really leading to the outcome, then maybe it's not necessary inside that course. Or maybe you can include it at the end as bonus content but it doesn't need to be inside your course content. Instead of producing more, focus on producing a couple of pieces of content that really pack a punch, that demonstrate the things they need to demonstrate, that do the things they need to do so that your audience can implement them without being overwhelmed so they can actually reach the outcome that they wanted, right? I don't know about you, and I've done it plenty of times. I've opened up, I've logged into that brand new course, and I've seen this huge list of modules, like 50 modules, 10 modules, however. And what's the first thing I do? The first thing I do is go, Ugh, I don't have time for that. And I close it again, right? It goes into the too hard basket. Or I start it and then life happens and I'm two modules into 40 and I just don't get back to it. And I think this is why we're seeing courses with such low completion rates. Hands up if you've ever purchased a course and not finished it, right? Two hands up if you've purchased more than one course. We're seeing this everywhere across the industry. People just aren't finishing what they buy. But I think it's because there's so much in them because we're taught that we should offer more value by giving them more stuff, but it doesn't work that way. So most of what I'm going to talk about across course creation episodes is helping your student get to that outcome, help them to achieve the thing that they are they want to achieve. If your students are buying your course but not doing your course, that's not actually any good for any of us, Right. It's good for the start, I guess, you get a sale, but you're not going to produce raving fans. You're not going to get glowing testimonials. You're not going to actually help people. You're not going to get people referring other people to your course because they didn't do it. They didn't learn from it. They didn't get an outcome that was promised when they purchased it. If anything, you'll possibly get a bunch of refund refund requests, but you're not going to get raving fans. So we want to make sure that we're actually helping them get more done and The best thing we can do to help them get more done is give them less. It sounds so strange, I know. And there's more to it than that. We're going to have to offer support. We're going to need to make sure they've got handholding. We're going to make sure that all the things are there to support them on their way. But one of the big things we can do is offer them less. So I want you to focus on what is the quickest way to reach the end outcome. What is the least number of steps that you can give them to help them on their way? Yes, you want it to be valuable, but if they're not reaching the end of your course, they're not learning anything from it, they're not implementing anything from it, then it has no value because they didn't do it. We think we're being helpful, but we're not. Okay, as always, uh, there is an action step at the end of every course creation by episode, and this one isn't easy. What I want you to do is go and look at your course, or if you haven't created your course yet, go and look at your course map and analyze everything that's on there already. I want you to look at each thing you've said you need to give them, each video, each PDF, each button you want them to press, right? Everything you want them to do and ask yourself, does that really need to be here? Or could I possibly delete it or give them something smaller? or make it easier. You need to be harsh here. You need to be really critical about the content you've produced, deleting a bunch of stuff along the way. That's not always easy. You tend to be a little bit biased when it comes to your own content. And so one of the best things you can do here is talk to someone else about it. Get someone else to review your course content. Get them to critically ask questions. Do I need this? Why is this video here? I don't understand this bit. What's it doing for me? 
Um, I'm not suggesting your mum necessarily or a friend. If it can be your target audience, that's useful. But if not, hire someone to review your course. It's a, a service that I offer for my clients because it's really hard to do it yourself. Go for it. Give it a go. But if you get stuck, outsource it. Get someone else to look at it for you because you want your course to be the best it can be. And for that, you need to have the least content possible, but you need that content to be working for you and helping them reach their outcomes. Okay, time for all the podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you would share it with your friends or tell people about it, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you can get future episodes and better still leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold, so I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments to leave a review for me about the podcast. Lastly, why not come over and join our free Facebook group, Turning Your Content Into Courses. There's some great interaction that happens over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer your questions and you get to learn from other course creators about the things you can do to help you grow your course and your audience. That's it for this episode, but as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.